0: Welcome to our millennial life. We are your
1: hosts, Nani and Kiari. We are millennial moms just like you, surviving
0: our own journeys and chaos. With this podcast, we hope to bring you funny, relatable stories, as well as provide encouragement and tips in the areas of motherhood, friendship, marriage, and more. In this episode, we're going to continue to cover how being a millennial mom or mom today is so unique and different from other generations. This is the last of our two-part episode on this topic. In our previous episode, we discussed work, expectations, and how we lack having a village.
1: This week, we are going to focus more specifically on how technology affects our mothering journey now and how different life is at home welcome back guys yeah welcome back (laughs) and happy thanksgiving we hope you all had a great thanksgiving and ate a lot of food
0: yes i definitely ate a lot of food (laughs) me too
1: i'm in my stretchy pants all week until further notice
0: (laughs) (laughs) i think that's how it is for the holidays though right
1: i know we just live in leggings yeah (laughs) (laughs) but we're we're happy and excited to be back and finishing off this episode um, I think we talked about a lot of good things, but this one is going to be even better. I know, really, about, really I know you're about really, I'm really excited about this one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think,
0: I think we always had trouble, like trying not to, um, want to talk about technology in the previous one just yeah, because, because
1: it's, it's so relevant
0: and it's, I feel like <laughs> the biggest difference. It is the biggest right?
1: difference. Yeah, so again, I just want to remind everybody that we're not here to say that any mother in prior generations haven't worked hard. We've all worked hard, Um, but we just want to compare and talk about the differences in momming today versus before, Mm -hmm. (laughs) before our our parents or our grandparents or whatnot. So we're excited to get into this. So let's just jump right in, huh?
0: (laughs) I think when you and I were having a conversation about making this episode, we you were telling me you know if you really think about it we're like the first generation that is going to be raising kids with technology around them all the time yeah like yes we had technology and our parents obviously saw us grow up with some technology here and there but it's not to the degree that it is now
1: it's not to the degree that it is now and i think also the amount of technology we had um ourselves and our kids even though it's just drastically different we still know how to maneuver it because we kind of were able to grow up with it Mm -hmm. um so yeah it's I think like you said it's one of the biggest difference of being a millennial mom is that we're having to deal with all of this technology and Mm -hmm. though it has all its upsides it it also has Like it's a, it's a blessing and a curse all at the same time, because it's just, though it has many pros, there's just as much cons. I definitely agree. Some of the stuff like, you know, we're able to have better access to grocery shopping or to check grades or, or, you know, do school remotely. Um, but then there's, there's hackers, there's less authentic interaction, um, with within peers and in schools and everybody's stuck behind a a, a phone or screen or, or yeah. phone yeah and yeah and so that is you know that's some of the i think the battles that we have as parents dealing mm-hmm. with how do we deal with technology with our kids i think is a big every parent thinks about this statement yeah
0: (laughs) i think we think about it a lot too when it comes well first off you don't want to expose your children to screens and technology like too young obviously because you we know the realities of screen addiction and Mm -hmm. i think our parents didn't have to think about that, that as much you know yes maybe they thought about like video game addiction but not so much um screen addiction and stuff like that and also like you were saying about people being behind their phone, how often do you maybe go to a restaurant and you see everybody at the table and on not, their phone? Yeah. You know? And
1: not having a real, genuine conversation with the people that are in front of you. Yeah. So, you know, with Sierra and Jonathan, it's something that I have to balance that because I'm like, are you guys really together all on your phone? And you just took a picture and then you uploaded it and then everybody's behind their phone scrolling like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, so I, it's, that's hard for me to understand i'm pr- you know i i like to be on my phone and stuff like that but i feel like right now it it controls everything it's like you're mm-hmm. bombarded with so much so much stuff yeah um, and yeah. some of it is unrealistic expectations yeah with know? social media yes mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah and social media i think we're bombarded constantly with these picture-perfect pictures right? <laughs> oh gosh yeah. it's like um but let's be real probably behind that phone on the other side of that phone is a giant mess of all the things that they had to shove out the way mm-hmm. to get this perfect picture it probably took them 200 you Fo- know photos quick grab mm-hmm. photos to get this perfect picture mm-hmm. and i mean it's just crazy that then we take that millie little tiny thing and let that make us feel bad that we don't have that
1: yeah as a mother i can attest to that like i'll see somebody and i'm like my gosh did she just have a baby how is she breastfeeding for that long how uh how does like anything anything why is her kid already rolling over what like every anything that you could compare you go and you compare yourself to and that's hard because you don't know what's going on in that house or Or whatever, (laughs) or like you said, what angle they're hitting to make this Mm -hmm. look a certain way, and then if I, as a as a thirty year old, am dealing with that, what does my fifteen year old think? Right, you know, and that is so tough because I'm thankful that uh, Sierra and Jonathan are pretty, um, like they don't really care too much about that stuff. Jonathan for sure doesn't, but Sierra, um, there are some things where I'm like you know this is fake right like i have to just remind mm-hmm. her because if i if i can feel like that i know that sh- that she can and that's hard to balance
0: i guess it's similar to maybe when our parents would have to let us know hey you know that stuff in tv in the commercials is fake like not everybody looks like that or magazines mm-hmm. and things and that pressure right yeah. and i think it's great that we've also become a more body positive um, kind yeah. of society. Mm-hmm. I think that that helps a lot of people, but we're still fed so much unrealistic things in social media.
1: Like, like we're just expected to be these perfect mothers, have great careers, be great parents, you know, bounce back, be fit, practice self-care, do all these things because this is what we see. Mm-hmm. And not that you can't do those things, but probably like after you, right after you had a baby, you're not, everybody's different. And so it's not easy to compare. You're not going to look like that person that you're comparing Mm -hmm. yourself to. Something I did was I would look at my own feed and I'll be like, oh gosh, I'm never going to look like that again. Or, (laughs) or like mourning the person that I was before I had kids. And it's like, I'm never going to go back to that, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. so that's kind of the cons. And for Thinking about what our kids, like, even... So Sierra and Jonathan are older, dealing with it now. But our kids, like Jeremiah, Athena, like, what are they going to have to deal with? It, it scares me.
0: But who knows? There's there's still hope, right? Maybe yeah. we can make it better. <laughs> Maybe. But, you know, I feel like our parents didn't have to deal with that. Well, first off, they didn't have social media. But even though they, they probably did have their share of um, comparison with maybe other family members or friends that were around because it's probably a lesser amount of people, right, compared Mm -hmm. to the access we have now with social media where you literally can have access to thousands of different people in a second. Or Google, yeah. Yeah, and Google. I think, you know, previously parents probably more stayed in their own lanes and didn't really care so much what anybody else was doing or thinking and let that pressure them as much
1: yeah and also just the sorry like just saying like that's overwhelming like Mm -hmm. to have that pressure from the social media or or the pressure of being able to have everything at your fingertips so something's wrong with your kid and you're like googling this and googling that before our parents are like put Vicks (laughs) or something (laughs) like they, they didn't stress about the amount of things I've mentioned this to you before, but my mom has always said that the amount of tests we get now as, as mothers to be are like so much more than, than our parents got. Mm -hmm. And it allows for us to be more and more scared of things, which is a, you know, it's an advancement in technology, but also like my whole last birth, um, I was in a scare my whole birth because of, of one little test that I decided to do. Yeah. And yeah, it, it's overwhelming. And I don't, I don't think that our parents did that. I think our parents were able to, um, be more confident in their own parenting choice yeah, and yeah. just, and just run with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think like how you were saying, we, we know more mm-hmm. or we have access to more knowledge more quickly and we feel like we have to do more with that knowledge too yeah right whether it's that it we use it to leverage our parenting style or you know whether you really want to do more Montessori or you should avoid this or uh, that you know we're seeking expert validation through things on the internet more than than before
1: through people who are probably not experts (laughs)
0: Yeah, that too, because I think sometimes we're like, oh, oh, you had a baby too? Oh, what do you think? And or whatever, or somebody that's an influencer and you're just only following whatever they're doing. Yeah,
1: that's not to say that that some of the people um, have knowledge in what they're speaking about because they could. But I just feel like before parents just trusted themselves a little bit more, you know, that's the con to it. But there's also that pro that you can um, check out certain things but we should be able to trust ourselves and and trust our instincts.
0: I think yeah, we definitely have a harder time trusting those instincts that. I mean, they were god-given to us, right? Mm-hmm. That to have these mothering instincts and I mean, obviously I think for fathers it's a little bit different where you just need like that little kick um, to get into those I- instincts and gear, but mm-hmm. yeah, I think like now we just rely more on on that not that Google right? The Google knowledge. You have a question, you literally ask Google.
1: And for certain things, it can be good to have, but... For other things, it just it could actually just create like horror stories in your mind. Like how many times did you think your kid had cancer because of something that you Googled? You know, so I think that the technology is great, but we just have to be mindful of how we're using it and making sure that we're not comparing ourselves to people that we don't really know what they really look like. Unless you like know the person and can seek some valid advice, you know.
0: Mm -hmm. So like going back on having this access to knowledge, we are now more aware of things that our parents probably rarely thought about, like food sensitivities, school options, you know, like before people just pretty much, you went to public school or you went to private school, mm-hmm. but now you have public school, private school, charter schools, virtual school, homeschool, unschooled, homeschooled. <laughs> home
1: yeah you know, so but- many different options or emotional wellness internet safety addiction or like screen addiction yeah. yeah like a screen addiction or uh giving your kids like excessive sugar and stuff so
0: mm-hmm. like i know we for sure got excessive sugar for sure but we're okay you know <laughs> right right no and that's fine if you want to you know it's not like to say you can't give your kids things with sugar but i think like now we're more intentional or aware that mm-hmm. it can be an issue. so where areas we can tone it down and and it's areas that also make us stress out because we're like oh my gosh did i give my kid too much juice uh too much candy you know and before it's like yep yeah you just, just have this capri your sun. stomach right <laughs>
1: <laughs> i love me some capri and yeah i think that that in that aspect um it it's that's where technology is in favor to us because we're you know as technology advances we're able to become uh, more knowledgeable and make better decisions for our kids um Mm -hmm. but i feel like at the same time it gives us a hard time to like to trust ourselves and Mm -hmm. the instincts that we were given um because we're a culture that has so much um quick access to information and answers um, sometimes I feel like we're don't, we don't even give ourselves a chance to say, hold on, what, let, let, let me just try to figure out one second by myself. Yeah. That, that's how our parents kind of had to do it. And mm-hmm. yeah, now we don't even allow ourselves to, you know, just to try before you're like Googling something, you know? Right.
0: <laughs> I think as millennials, we're in this very unique position, right? Where we also kind of knew some of life before all this technology mm-hmm. right and then obviously we know life with all the technology and i think there's a good amount of us that want things to return to a little bit of a simpler time when it comes to our kids and their toys and stuff like we don't want the overstimulating right techie toys that sing songs <laughs> like you can hear it down the street yeah <laughs> Like we want toys where they have to be imaginative or you know um stem toys and things that actually they have to use their brain
1: yeah and when we're speaking about um when we're speaking about how you're saying going back into like a lesser or less techie I think mm-hmm. it's also like when I look at my older two um I just want them to have a childhood like I don't Mm -hmm. want them to look back and just think about everything so gamey and techy and that's all I did I our childhood was so much fun like at the theme parks and skate reflections and movie theaters and birthday parties and all these things but we were actually interacting with each other we weren't like somewhere sitting behind our phones like we were actually Mm -hmm. having fun you know playing in the neighborhood and all that but now I'm like I'm I'm fearful for my kids in that aspect like are they gonna Be able to have that you know i i don't know about you but i barely see kids out in the neighborhood anymore
0: same yeah yeah i don't see i feel like when we grew up we were always outside Mm -hmm. and then there was a whole bunch of neighborhood kids and very often you made like a new friend and and stuff and connected very quickly and i feel like now because we do have less social interactions kids are kind of socially awkward when meeting new people or they don't like and, to meet
1: new people
0: yes or they don't like to meet new people the only way they like to meet new people is by following them on instagram or tiktok or whatever yeah, where no. they don't
1: even really know the person meanwhile here's somebody who actually lives in your neighborhood that you could be hanging out with playing football but whatever it is um but mm-hmm. you won't be friends with them because you actually won't have a conversation and yeah and you become comfortable in the one or two friends now don't get me wrong those would probably be lifelong friends if you've known them for so many years but at the same time you should be able to talk to somebody and have a conversation like what is that gonna do you know later on yeah and um, I don't know I just like when my the older two don't want to go outside and play I'm like but why like that's how so many of my memories were created. Like I want to put right. that upon them, you know, and it's yeah. not, it's not really
0: there. Right. Yeah. Right. And I think that's definitely an area where being a mom today is so different than before is where it changes things at home and in our neighborhoods. Right. Mm-hmm. And kind of touching on the previous episode that also kind of affects the whole village thing. If you're not having those neighborhood kids or your neighbors outside and I feel that with with the kids, right, and not being outside as much and all that, I think we, especially because we had a childhood where we did all those things, mm-hmm. we tried to make up for what we feel our kids are missing out in. For
1: sure, for sure. By,
0: like, forcing different um, different uh, experiences, like, creating different experiences for them. Or
1: trying to recreate experiences that even we had. Mm-hmm. But they don't really feel... but some of the experiences they might not necessarily care for because it's just, it's so different. I mean, yeah. I think in this area, there's one, their skate reflections is like the only thing open, like as far as roller skating is concerned, there's like,
0: I think there's one other one, like colonial something, but no.
1: It's, yeah. But a lot of them have closed down. So even like stuff like that, it's like, where, why is it going? Like, you know, I don't know. It Mm -hmm. makes me sad that that's happening. But yeah, I want to create these experiences for my kids. Like I want you to look back and, and smile, and laugh, and they're like, what are you doing?
0: I just want to go play my
1: PS4. And I'm like, come on, let's go have some fun.
0: And that's not to say that we didn't have those things too, because we did. We did have video games, and we played Dance Dance Revolution, but even when it comes to that, we used to go and go and play it like an arcade, or Mm -hmm. when we would go to the movies, and go play it around people, and we thought we were so So cool. So (laughs) cool. But, you know, like, I feel like kids don't want to do that. They just rather they're gonna play their video games the way they're socializing, yeah, is by playing their video games with somebody online, mm-hmm. not somebody actually like playing with them together.
1: Yeah, and I think that even now I anytime there's somebody like Athena's age, I'm like, go say hi, go introduce yourself because I wanna instill that you can go and talk to anybody no matter what, if you as long as you wanna like be friends with them. So when mm-hmm. you go to the park, I'm like, go say hi, my name's Athena. And you know, and talk to them, because i'm that I'm fearful that it'll be too techy, <laughs> you know, yeah, and I yeah. just I want her to be that kid that's outside playing mm-hmm. in the neighborhood. Um, I think everybody kind of wants that, and I think that's a hard balance mm-hmm. to have with a technology, so yeah,
0: I think though, so. right, going with the technology and I guess this life at home and the kids playing outside. Mm-hmm. I think because of technology and us having or being more aware, right? Being more aware of danger, right? Mm -hmm. And or things that have gone around. I think we're also guilty of maybe sheltering our kids indoors more.
1: Ooh, yeah. That is Mm -hmm. so true. Because yeah, you're right. Like I won't let Sierra and Jonathan go too far or Mm -hmm. any like I want to see you even though you're teenagers kind of thing. Whereas (laughs) when we were growing up it was like the the lights oh, are make sure on. you come back yeah, yeah when the lights come on you got to come back that's yeah. so true I didn't even think about that yeah, yeah we do probably shelter our kids a lot more because we're so nervous because of the technology that we have and everything mm-hmm. that's going on we're so nervous that they're going to get picked up and put into a car <laughs>
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: that's that's a great point I mm-hmm. think that though if we took the time to connect with our neighbors as parents and allow our kids to connect with each other, then you kind of have that little, you know, wrapping it back around to having that little village. And Mm -hmm. so then if your kid is at the park, then you have a neighbor there that you know yourself Mm -hmm. and you would have a little bit more confidence and, you know, not so nervous about your kid out there playing. Yeah. Um, So, but that's a great point. now that i'm thinking about it i'm like oh yeah i do i do kind of do that yeah
0: Yeah. (laughs) i think we i think and i think it's totally normal that we do that i think we want what's best for our children and want to protect our children and we're just hyper alert and aware of so many things now too yeah and um continuing with life at home and differences i think another area that's really big where we've had big differences at home compared to other generations is the fact that um, father roles have shifted more you know
1: yeah I think that fathers are definitely taking more time to be more active with their kids and um, make more time with them make m- more special bond get involved more into the things that they're involved in ver- versus um, before just kind of like well I don't want to say like just working and eating and going to sleep but I think they are just taking a little bit more time to be involved with their kids and even mm-hmm. their wives you know mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah realizing that moms need a little break and stuff and so Mm -hmm. helping out in that as well and i
0: feel like there's a lot more stay-at-home dads
1: yeah for sure i know like three of them off the top of like off the top i just know three stay-at-home dads
0: i think that's really cool i think i mean i it's just um it's just kind of cool to think that men are allowing themselves to like be more vulnerable and feel their emotions more and just like you know, be that chill dad, that cool dad that really bonds with their children and is lovey dovey and not so much like they have to be this hard man, macho man
1: all the time. You can be macho man out there, but be fun with your kids. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. We covered so much in these last two episodes. Um, Mm -hmm. we really just touched on so much. I think technology had a big, (laughs) technology was definitely a big part a big part um but I think that it just goes to show that just being a millennial mom right now um and dealing with all the technology it I think it's kind of um like a sweet spot for us because Mm -hmm. we had to deal with it a little bit or we had a little bit growing up and now we're like raising our kids with it so but being a mom at any point I think we've proven that it's it's hard it's difficult it doesn't matter what you're dealing with it's just it doesn't get any easier unfortunately
0: (laughs) no unfortunately it doesn't get a little any easier sorry and I think that um you know even though we just did these two episodes kind of focusing on these differences there could have been a lot more probably that we could have covered that we're not for sure
1: (laughs) even probably within these topics there were so many things that we probably didn't touch on but You know, I think that something that we did realize, like we said previously, is that it's stressful, it's hard, Mm -hmm. there's so much to be judged for. So I think that if we just take a minute as moms, whether you're a millennial mom or not, any kind of mom, you just take a minute and make sure that you're fueled. Make sure that you're confident in your own parenting. Like if you have a a kid, you have a mom instinct. And so just trust yourself a little bit and just know that, technology affects us just like it affects our children so you know don't be so hard on yourself and Mm -hmm. you know we're all just trying to do the best that we can and just be kind (laughs) just be kind to your fellow moms you know
0: yeah be kind to your fellow moms and I know that at times it can feel like we're doing this alone or that we're invisible and I think we weigh a lot of things and wear a lot of things in our own mind Mm -hmm. um, that weigh us down. And so I think it's really important that like you were saying that we take that time to fill our own cup before we're able to cups. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We can't fill.
1: There's only so many cups you can fill on it.
0: (laughs) Right. Out of one
1: glass. But we hope you guys enjoyed these episodes and please share and review. Head over to our Instagram, comment on our latest post, head over to our Facebook group and chat with us. Let us know what we missed because we know we missed something.
0: (laughs) I know, right? And I mean, we just... love bringing you guys this content and we want to continue to remind you that we just love what we're doing and hope that we're kind of encouraging you through these podcasts too and keep reminding you that you are not alone out there and we're going to try our best to kind of create our little village Mm -hmm. within our facebook group and also um within having all our conversations in this podcast
1: yeah so we'll see you guys next
0: time see you next time Bye. bye